0: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, and he's uh, the new head coach of Dallas. I'm just kidding, joking, God. completely joking. Sean Payton joins us <laughs> here on the show, and I was, I showed you, I didn't know this. You're a left ear play caller Definitely. microphone sort of guy. And when I picked this microphone up, number one, I, I, I'm, I'm not
1: in tune to the ins and outs on how quickly you just adjusted that for me and made me feel like, but I looked at it, And I've never had this thing swooping across my right, and I just felt like
0: felt wrong. I appreciate the help. Yeah. Well, listen. Here's the thing. I've been doing this now since 2002. I don't think I knew that you could just flip over the microphone until probably about two years ago. It just looks so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Is the thing. So, so, so. Before we get into why you want to do take a little, take a take a respite and do some TV and other stuff, just understand that one of the rules of TV is people will always give you a heads up. Right after you are on air, right? Like if your tie is off, they won't tell you before. And it's—I don't think it's they in don't game. Then basically in game, right? But they won't tell you in game. They'd be like, "Oh, hey, by the way, your tie was off." Like you know, before thirty million people saw me, I, you could have told me, and I wouldn't have looked. Yeah, help like me a, out, right? Help so, me out. So helping somebody out before the segment is—I felt like you just did that. I, I hope so. I, yeah. I hope so. Um, okay, let's. Before we get to your current status and what the future is like for you. What was this year like for you? Um, look,
1: I, I think, I think a lot of people felt like, ah, this was a year that was so hard and draining on them. And this is why he's stepping away because they went through so much adversity in the hurricane and COVID. And it, it, it wasn't at all. It, It was, look, those challenges are exciting. You know, obviously we're displaced at the start of the year, um, you know, the way training camps are now, like Mickey would tell you that I would be the first one to say, hey, let's go fly to another city. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like right now, because you can put your team in a hotel. You can fo- You know, the, the focus gets uh, gets that much uh, sharper, sharper, I yeah. would say. Absolutely. And look, every everybody battled with the, the covid challenges. I think this year, even more than a year ago, we had some games with some crazy games. Monday Night Football, where we had twenty three. Active roster players were all out. You know, I met two players in the locker room on game day. <laughs> they were trying on equipment Monday at 4 p.m. for a 7 o'clock start. And they were getting fitted for their shoes and their their pants. It, it is what it is. And uh, so, but I'll say this, though, with, with uh, some of the challenges we had. We had 58 different starters. Which is the most in, in the history of the NFL? We we won nine and we lost eight. You know, the team that had 57 starters, that was a three and 13 team. The other one, a, a four and tw- you know 12 team. Um, I like this team a lot, it, man. It was it was tough. It was a, it was a really good defense. Um, we battled some injuries, obviously on offense, and yet we're we're right there at the end with the chance to go to the playoffs. And Ram the Rams who were watching today were, were playing San Francisco. We needed that game to come in with the Rams as a winner. They lost that game, so I'm rooting for the Bengals. Uh, but that was uh, that was this season, and yeah, it created new challenges, but th- this season was not the specific reason why I chose right now. That's it, something that happens over a period of time with 15 years coaching, 16 years, 15 seasons there. Um, it's hard to leave anywhere, but it felt like the right time, and, and you know, rarely does the coach get to choose. Uh, and I am looking forward to something different.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's fascinating because before you got there, one playoff win, right? I think people think of the Saints and think of the disappointing losses and the crazy things that went against you in like three successive years in the playoffs. Like, do you not realize that the Saints were the Aints, <laughs> you know, yeah. until we, the last twenty years? We we, we like anything. We, we won any a j- lot of games. Any there. joke yeah. about the Bengals two years ago? Yeah, was made about the Saints for thirty years. You know, yeah. until the last twenty. Yeah. And and you you've raised the bar to a level that I don't think people who are fairly new to the sport understand where the Saints were before you guys got there. Yeah. No. I, look, there were all these in the early
1: goings. There were all these firsts. You know, um, man, they'd never they'd never run a road playoff game. We're going on the road and we're playing Philly, and you know we win that that game. So like, all right, that one that question's done. They had never. They, they, and pretty soon, um, pretty soon we were playing five or six national TV games a year. We we're playing two Sunday nights, two Monday nights. We we're going to play a Thursday, obviously, and then be with the number one. And we talked about that in year one, year one, we got the, the, you know, the one national TV return to the dome game. And then everything else was one o'clock, 12 noon, everything. And honestly, until you, you, you become, you know, relevant or, or pretty good that, that's, that's how it'll be. And, uh, and so we kind of embraced those games and, and look forward to playing night times or on the road, London, wherever. It, we just wanted to play. And, and, and that is something that changed over a period of time, and it, it changed because we had the right people. We had the right people in place, and. and
0: uh, we brought in the right people. You finish 9-8. and eight. There's that crazy Sunday, right, where the Niners come back and beat the Rams, get in the playoffs. Yeah, and then, yeah. of course, then there's the AFC game, which is even nuttier. No, no question. Right? We're like, are they going to tie? No question. What is going on there? So that's all anybody's focus on. That was unbelievable, really. Okay, so. Uh, the strategy, though. Okay, so do you think. You and I were talking
1: before the game. And, and, and here's the deal. Now, obviously – like, if we just – what if we each just took a knee three times, took a knee three times? Right. At what point does the commissioner get us on the phone and say, if you keep doing this, for far, both of them, you know, you're at it. So you can't do that. But, man, when that thing went to overtime, like, I'm I'm just giving you a wink. Yes. and I, You think? Yeah. and, and, and yeah, if, you have
0: to understand, though, also, – I'm like,
1: giving you a wink now. And, if, and, look, if it goes against me, then, like, you
0: know, I might have to hunt you down. Do you, do you, <laughs> do you, but so when – Staley said he called timeout because they wanted better personnel against the run, Right. Yeah, it was uh, I? I mean, I yeah, I get it. They were having a hard time stopping the run. I
1: don't. That's, that's I just the want chargers, the time to keep been going. The, that's been the just, all year. You're I like, just I, want to, Hey, everything's good. It's. I really want to just kind of. I, I want to just wave my hand. And and kind of get that look like, you know, that Paul Newman look like in the like. Are you are we on the same page? Here? Yes. Yeah. Um because that that's happened historically in the preseason games. We've always had agreements in the preseason games where I'd call you and say, "Look, I'm going to play my starters for a quarter. What about you?" And you might say, "I'm going to go into the second, whatever." And then I'd say, "Hey, how about we you know, let's not blitz the corners or the safeties. Let, let's you know, let's let's play front and coverage and and and, and So that's, run. that's done in the preseason? Yeah, let's just cuz what you're trying to do is evaluate both, you know, both teams so I might say to you, hey, is there anything you want to see? You know, Why don't you rush eight once on one punt? I'll rush eight on one punt so we can get a protection snap. Let's try to kick to, to, to see our return units. Like those are, uh, those are things you do when you scrimmage, and those are things you do in a preseason game. Uh, but that one was different. I, I, I can't ever recall... Well, when is the, when has there ever been a game where both, if Never. there's a tie, they're Never. both in the playoffs? Never. We're tying. And it's the last game We're tying. of the seed Because if you told me to start, the when I got up that morning and I'm eating my cereal, I could be in the playoffs with just a simple decision, not execution,
0: I'm going to make the decision. Yeah, and we can even rest our starters in tie. Yeah. The, the the problem is it's the the Chargers occupy the Raiders old city and and B- is trying to keep his job. Like they're all yeah. they're, there's, there's the, all these reasons all, all why this, yes. you know the, the
1: trust-a-month thieves.
0: <laughs> so 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 you wake up Monday morning and you just had the feeling like what
1: Nah, it's something I think that takes place periodically you know it's not just one it's just time there's times that things happen and you get frustrated you don't want to become cynical you don't want to become angry at at good friends Um, you're just you know a little bit frustrated in yourself Um, you kind of are uh, and you you know you want to get in better shape You, you don't
0: I don't you, think people understand how the, the job. Yeah, you, I just—I think they think it's just you have a headset on and you're playing. Med. No, they don't understand here's a, here's how long way, the days are.
1: The, the good way to describe it—I—I I, I like watching TV and, I, and Silicon Valley is a good show. I, I, it's kind of funny. It's a half an hour, and those guys—you know—we drink. I drink a lot of Coke and Mountain Dew at two in the morning till two thirty, whatever. And we we work late and we game plan and and it, look. There's the new. I get it. It doesn't have to be that way. We can do all these other things, but that's how it is for me. That's how I think I'm effective, and, and that's fine. And, and so then we meet, and we give them a plan in the morning, and then each day you give them another section. We're teachers. We, we give them uh, a, a lesson plan, and it just requires a lot of attention to detail. We're like maniacal attention to detail. And it, it, it's it's the difference between winning and losing, and what happens is – on one event you can recall where you made a change relative to something you were doing in a game plan and that was later in the week it was something that it was it came later at night and and then in that game it made a difference between winning and losing mm-hmm. you recognize that it's like never that process is never over until like we get to the locker room like you're constantly looking yeah. at is there something else that's going to matter in this game and and it is uh it is the details and it's exhausting yeah um
0: if you never coach again, yep. what do you want people to say about you as a coach? Um, well, Manny was good. Manny, they won.
1: Um, we we did a lot of things. I, I think most importantly, we built a culture that was sustainable like, man, uh, the staying power of a long period of time, of, of, of building and bringing in the right people. Um, and that you know, we I hear these young coaches all the time say, "Man, I always watch your film. Always watch your film. Always watch your film." You always, and I was that way with you know Bill Walsh later in his career, Mike Martz. You got you had
0: to watch his tape, you know. And it's kind of cool when people say that about our tape. Zebra Technologies, it's it's amazing, and part of what you've always done yeah. is using this new uh, using well, look, all this technology.
1: it's it's we know it. We, we, we go to the store, we get something, we swipe it on the computer, and, and it tells us it's $3.58. That's Zebra, the, the barcode system. Yeah. That's that's their primary gig. They code and track everything for auto parts dealers to convenience stores, grocery stores, and the NFL partnered with them for the last eight years. We track player movement. And so every player has these small chips. They're in their shoulder pad. We get, the, we get the data we want. The broadcast network says, hey, uh, that – this player traveled. Alvin Kamara went 22 miles an hour on this run. Yeah. My son loves that. And and then we get to look at, all right, Alvin Kamara, every time he's lined up in the backfield, at six yards deep. He's more apt to be a pass than when he's at seven yards deep. And that chip, we, we have access to that information. It's in the footballs now. At some point, look the thing that drives me crazy is the punt that goes out of
0: bounds in the air. Of course. Right. Billion dollar bill, uh, b- billion dollar, uh, yeah, five billion dollars. And I a guy walking. And you got a guy who's uh, using his eyes. Right. And, and
1: we're just going to be like right there. That looks good. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the, the there's a lot of things that we're going to, we're going to use that technology with. And, uh, and it's just common sense. And, and look, Zebra's been a great partner
0: of the league. And I've been lucky to work with him. Well, if you ever have one of those mornings where you're drinking Mountain Dew and you just want to talk ball, you call me. We'll put you on air. And Man, we just I talk will. Ball. We'll I you, will. We'll just talk ball. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Great, great to have you enjoy Always. whatever form of retire-ish mint you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, It'll
1: still be around football. Thank you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the
0: iHeart Radio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's continue the football conversation, shall we? A reminder the Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Bet River Sportsbook. Bever's is the most trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Patrick Peterson joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. So I read where. Like you haven't been in Minnesota forever, and <laughs> when they made a coaching change, they're like, "Hey, man, what do you think?" Did Ziggy Wolf called you? Called you? Who? Who? Who asked you about the idea of, of who you thought should be the right head coach for the program?
2: Um, you know, it was it was Zig, it was Mark, it was it was just in a in a collective, you know, leadership meeting. You know, um, which was, you know, like I said in my podcast, which is pretty cool for me to be, you know, involved in that process. So, you know, just a a meeting that, you know, of of all the leaders and just wanted to get, you know, our talking, uh, you know, our our gauging points on, you know, what can be the right direction this team needs to go in as far as um, picking the next head coach. And what did you think of their decision? I thought it was great. You know, um, you know, a young Um, in tune of uh, 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 offensive coordinator, innovative, you know, especially with his track record with the uh, offenses he's been with over the last couple years. And uh, being able to get guys... Open at the right time, being able to get guys implemented in the game plan, being able to show guys strengths um, week in and week out, and I think that was uh, uh, a big for us um, um, going into you know obviously not being able to be you know a well-rounded team and being uh, being able to finish in those situations. So I think it was a great pick. I think it's it's fascinating, right? Because I mean, here you've you've played it at
0: the the highest level and played well for so long that. We, I think we sometimes as media and definitely as fans, mm-hmm. we assume we know what you want to be your head coach, <laughs> right? Like, right. oh, they should hire this guy. Like, well, did you actually ask the guys? Because maybe you're you've been doing this for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, what 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 do you need as a head coach for for you to feel like your team is right? Like, what in what is what what you need? What what do you believe in? Let's just start take the Vikings. Like, what's needed?
2: I feel like you need a coach that. That is willing to listen, listen to the players, willing to be being able to.
0: Uh, now, everybody says when they're going to get a job that they listen.
2: Right. Right. But you have to be able to really, really listen. You know, obviously, I know you're the head coach, you, you, you know, it's your team. You think you know everything. But at the same time, you have to get collective um Feedback yeah. on how things, how 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 we feel the team needs to go in in a better direction. So and, and
0: and that's not and tell me if I'm wrong. It doesn't. It feels like I think a fan might say, "Well, that's their feelings. They want to be heard." Like, no, nah, I think it's more. Look, man, I, I, I've been doing this for a while. Right. I know what I see. Yeah. I, I respect what you see on mm-hmm. film. I respect the analytics, but right. there's also a little bit something different
2: to live in it. No doubt. I about just it. want
0: you to hear kind of my perspective right. on it. Fair. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, yeah, I, and I, no doubt about it. I just think like head coaches that. That are willing to listen to their players, um, they're mu- they're much more successful, you know. Um, and I-, I think you need that. I think you need someone that's not stuck in their ways. Uh, I think think you need someone that's like I said, on especially on the offense and defensive side, that's innovative. You know, just finding new ways week in and week out on trying to get guys implemented implemented into the game plan.
0: So tell me, if, tell me if you think this is crazy, okay? And again, again, if I'm off, just go like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't play in the NFL. <laughs> Fine. Is is um. From Miami's higher to your guys higher, obviously McVeigh, mm-hmm. or heck you even look at at, at Cincinnati. Yep. These are all younger dudes, mm-hmm. they're all trying to be innovative, they're all using data, yep. analytics, and all these things. And and be, and, and that's and you're like you gravitate towards it not because of whether you played or didn't play mm-hmm. but it's it's more I think the NFL is smart full of smart players right. and they and I think guys like smart people mm-hmm. right you don't want to you don't want somebody who comes in and tells you I know more than everybody else right. but just somebody who has done the work and done the homework mm-hmm. so that they when come up with an idea they're like look here's where it comes from but let me hear your feedback as well right. like that's what you guys gravitate towards I agree. and it doesn't actually matter Many of the other background things that people think matters,
2: coach. Yeah, I, I think if you if you're able to be able to relate to your players, be yeah. able to have conversation with your players that you're not afraid to have versus you know beating around the bush or you know not being straight up with. Do someone. you have
0: to have played to relate to your players?
2: No, I don't think you have to play in the league to relate to your players. I mean, like you said, there's a lot of great football minds out there. There's a lot of guys that's been around the game long enough to where they know what it looks like. You know, so I don't think you have to be in the game to, to know what you're talking about. You know, I think it's different. I think it carries more weight if you did play in the sure. game because, like, alright, you was in the line, so you actually saw what we are going through. But if you got a great coach that's able to, you know, put you through the X's and O's and give you the tools that you need to be successful, what makes him different than the coach that, that played?
0: Uh, it, I, I don't. I don't know. Again, from, you know, it's the, the there is there is something gathered gained by having done it, right? Mm-hmm. Or just even being a backup quarterback and being around it and whatever. Right. But there's also the idea of a, somebody who wasn't in it. Um, who sees it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like you said, as long as you're willing to listen and at times implement things from guys like yourself that right. have sun it, seen it and actually done it on the football field. Mm-hmm. Patrick Peterson joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, I want you to put your analyst hat on because the okay. second you decide to <laughs> stop playing, people are going to call you and say, why don't you be an analyst because you yeah. are be really good at it, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Okay, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh boy. Okay, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Cooper Rush is going to join us a little later on the show. Okay. Right? Um, I'm going to ask him about their last play of their season, fourteen seconds left to go in the uh, game. Now they're all telling people, "Hey, we practiced this. Uh-huh. We practiced this. <laughs> that. It's a quarterback draw. He goes like five, ten yards. He gets down. Uh, but they don't give it to the ref. They let the center. Is that how? No, have seen
2: it? No, no. you do definitely have to give it to the referee.
0: Okay, one hundred percent. So when you saw that play, you're like, "What are they? What are they doing? Yeah,
2: I was like, yeah, that's 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 training camp. Like we we know." That's like one of the first drills that we go over is, you know, two minutes or at the end of half or at the end of the game. Now,
0: defensive players, you guys are taught, like, knock that ball yeah, out of the way. No we'll doubt about the it. Or lay, on the, lay <laughs> right. on the dude, right? Yeah, somebody, exactly. Some, one of the big dudes lay on the guy.
2: Right, lay on him a little bit longer. But yeah, you definitely have to get the ball to the ref. All right,
0: let's go to the Bills. 13 seconds to go in the game. Uh-huh. They score a touchdown. Their quarterback's playing great. They're playing Kansas City. Tyreek Hill's not back there. No. Nope. Turning kicks. Mm I mean, don't you? The first mistake was not kicking off to them, right? Right. Okay. Then, what about their coverage? Like free release on two plays. To they, where, who else are they throwing to <laughs> other than Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey?
2: I think I think they played too soft in that in that situation. I think you continue to play aggressive, in-your-face defense, you know, because we know they're trying to get out of bounds. I think they had one timeout. I can't and remember. All the, three timeouts. So they had all, all three, three timeout. timeouts. So why are we playing so soft and coverage? I don't know. I'd rather play tight coverage. So if Patty Mahomes need to make a throw, it's going to be in windows versus paying 10, 12 yards off. Plus a rushing four. It. He's got to get rid of it super quick. Why yeah. rush four? Yeah, it was... That was So what's the proper what's the proper coverage? Patrick
0: Peterson has the headset on. Yep. D coordinator. They that, got they got 13 seconds left yep. to go in the game. They got three timeouts. What's the proper coverage?
2: I'm playing I'm playing I'm, I'm playing cover 5. Cover 5, which is two man basically. Playing uh, uh two man under all under all the, the receivers. Safeties over the top. So you can't beat if you do beat me outside. You got to put air on the ball, so that's going to take four seconds off the clock right there. And by them playing so far off, it was like three seconds timeout, two seconds timeout. You know, if you are tight on coverage is making him hold the ball that much longer. Because if you if you watch when the um, when the Bengals played him, you know when they played tighter coverage, he was holding the ball all day. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I just think the coverage is a little bit too soft in that situation.
0: Um, help me out with some of these some of these Cooper Cooper Cup. Yep. How's he do
2: it? Um they do a great job of scheming him open. They do a great job of giving him free access off the line of scrimmage. They give him a uh, uh they do a great job of motioning him. Uh uh you know, he's always the uh, off the ball receiver. So it's very sudden that you're going to see receivers get I mean DBs get opportunity to press him. So and he has very he he has probably the best wiggle in the game far as you know Get into his spot and that's what the rams do a good job at uh sean mcveigh and kevin do a good job of putting him putting him in positions uh, to get open and that's what makes him so dangerous because you know, he he we're pretty much at his liberty. You know what I mean he But it,
0: he, but it is is that is that how often does that occur where a number, quote unquote number one wide receiver is always in motion, right? Isn't that no. no no Normally, number one receivers, you got on one side, right? Exactly.
2: He's outside and yeah, they that's why I say they do a great job of putting him all over the place and getting him open. I think that's gonna be great for us, getting Kevin being in that, you know, uh Atmosphere, understanding how to get guys open. And that's going to be great for JJ, great yes. for Kirk, great for Cook. You know, uh, Irv's going to be coming back next year. So I think there's a lot of promise for him uh, coming into this uh, high-power offense. Jamar Chase, what impresses you about him? Um, just his size, his ability to break tackles. Um, speed. You know, he remind he, to me he has a great combination of a Julio Jones and Des Bryant as far as the size of a Julio Jones, the speed of a Julio Jones, but the strength and break and tackle ability of Dez Bryant. You know, uh, just very, very elusive, very, very talented uh, young receiver and um he's he's gonna be another one to look out for in these upcoming years for sure. What is Cryo Bill? Oh man Cryo Bill is just a an electric uh cryo chamber um, that you can find on a cryobuilt.com and it's basically, it helps you with recovery. But you it's like for your house? Oh yeah, you can get it. So can you get, get a, a
0: cryo in your house?
2: You can have one in your house. No way. Yes, you can have one in your house. I'm trying to get one in my house, so hopefully. How did, how did you not work this deal and not get a cryo in your house? So, that but, has to be part of the deal. So it's kind of part of the deal. Or but did, you, or did they, you do the equity thing? You're the, like, Shaq, I, I want equity. <laughs> no, I didn't do the equity thing. I could, they kind of wanted to see how I talked about it first, yes. so hopefully I do good enough to get one in the okay,
0: house. Okay, so, so so tell me what. So, so, give, so actually, give me
2: the pitch. The, the crazy thing about this, though, I've been using this for – about six years. When I was in Arizona, I, I, I first got put on to this. I can't remember the building I was in. Um, but then when I got to Minnesota, we had, we had one of these inside the facility, so it made it much easier for me to use it. But I think it's great for uh, recovery. Yeah. I think it's great for you, know, uh, you know, muscle aches. And uh, ever since I've been using it, I, you know, I, I feel great. And I'm going into year 12 right now. I'm going to continue to use it. I'm trying to be like Tom Brady. I don't know about 22. But I'm trying to play as long as I can, right, and well, I think the cryo, the cryo chamber is definitely one of the things we've I. We got help some me.
0: avocado ice cream for you, by the way. To <laughs> stop! So you, wanna, you said you wanted to be like 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 Tom Brady. cryobilt.com cryobuilt.com or follow follow him at cryobuilt on Instagram. All right, here's to 12 years. Here's to 12 more. Thanks yep. so much for joining us.
1: Appreciate
2: it, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler TJ Hushmanzada and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from.
0: It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio, and one of the reasons that people believe the Broncos are a quarterback away isn't just because they're a quarterback away, it's because of some of the dudes... Like Jerry Judy, who joined me now, where it's an incredible team in terms of athletic talent on defense and outside the numbers and even seem to get the running game together. And if they can just get the right guy who might have won an award last night, maybe all of that stuff changes. I don't know. Jerry Judy joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. Everyone's talking about your team and how close you guys are. Uh, How close do you think you guys are to getting back to getting into the playoffs and being part of this
3: mix, I know. Uh, I mean, we got a pretty good team. I know there's probably some missing pieces in and there, but overall, I mean, we're pretty young. Um, uh, and I feel like we got uh, great fits overall in every position. So I'm very excited to see what we got going on next year.
0: When there's a coaching change, I, I do. You, do you have a conversation with your new coach? Do you stay away? What, what? 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 have you? This is your first experience in that.
3: Yeah, this is my first experience. So you always want to have a conversation with your new coach just to get uh, the feel with him. Um, not even on a football standpoint, and just knowing each other as uh, people. So it's always good to know um, what's new and what to learn about your new coach.
0: Jerry Judy joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Cooper Cup's having an insane year, yes. right? And there's your. Your route running, your ability to get in and out of in and out of breaks is amazing. Yes. When you watch him, what part of his game, the the art that you that that you try to perfect, that you're like, oh, I like that. I want to I want to try and do a little bit more of that.
3: Uh, I mean Cooper he's a great route running, um, great football player. He do a little bit of everything. Um, just watching him and the the way he play fast and understanding the defense and know where he need to be at and the time of the play, that really gets to me. So, you know, that interview that went viral of him yeah of him talking. Yeah, where he's re- he,
0: he's telling you, taking you through all of his thoughts and the coverage and all that stuff.
3: Yeah, see stuff like that that would excite me, you see that People don't understand that that part of the game. Right? So. They think
0: they think you just go long. And we throw it up to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's like when you're a little kid. Just go long. I'll throw it up to you. Or yeah. you just get open. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. Right. It's, there's an incredible amount of intelligence it takes to understand what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be, the depth of the routes, so that that guy who throws it to you knows where you're going to be. Exactly.
3: Right? Exactly. So you know, stuff like that. Just knowing to read defense fast and stuff like that. Really, that's where I really like seeing the game. Just seeing him. Do what he do. I mean, I, I've been watching Cooper Cup for a long time, watching his college and watching his, um, and now these these years. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty exciting watching him. And then you know,
0: um, uh, Jamar Chase is. I mean, he's kind of insane with what he's been able to do. Obviously, didn't play last year. Yeah. Uh, what what is it about Chase that that you see that you like that you're like, well, oh, I, I like that part of his game.
3: You know, uh, I played against him against LSU, so you know, I know. Um, very well, but, you know, just his deep ball ability to play, uh, the, his playmaking ability, you know, run after catch, do ev- he do everything well, so, yeah, I love watching his game. Did you know OBJ, I don't know
0: if he, he wasn't faking it, but he just, it, we didn't see. it I guess he wasn't a good fit in Cleveland, because now all of a sudden he's back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So all of us were watching like, man, is OBJ washed? Like, what's going on? And now all of a sudden he's back to being a dynamic wide receiver. Yeah. Does, that, does that just prove it's about fit?
3: Yeah, uh, of course, of course, you know, uh, I don't, People, people, You know, some people know OBJ not washed up. You know, it's all about being in the right system and getting put in the right position to make plays. So now that he's in the right position, the, getting the opportunity. So we see an OBJ that everybody been know about him. So, yeah.
0: Jerry Judy joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you could tell yourself, your old self, mm. to a couple of years ago when you come in the league, mm. man, one piece of advice that would have helped you had you known it before you've done it, what would it be? One piece of advice. To yourself that you didn't know that you've learned now that you're a vet. Because you know you're a vet now. You're not a young bucket.
3: Yeah. Uh, just keep a routine. You know, you know what your body needs to prepare for a game and what type of meal and what type of things you need to do to get yourself better. So I think that's the biggest thing, just having a routine.
0: So what's your meal? What's, what's your, so, so let's say let's go, um, let's go night game. Okay. okay. Night game. Okay. Right? You are playing at home. Mhm. Hey, okay. NBC Sunday night night, night football game. Yeah. What's your routine on on a Sunday?
3: Uh, you know, sometimes it depends. Sometimes it depends what I'm in the mood for. It if do, it's a routine, it it do, the routine it, it, has to be do, the same. It do my, my chef sometimes get it it get it depends what I just want want to eat that day. So, so, uh, uh, I'm more like I'm more part of like pasta, something yeah. slight, but not too heavy, you feel me? So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, Hungry Tiger is a much more dangerous tiger, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, or Hungry Crimson Tiger. I don't want to do the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the tiger thing. Yeah. I, I You do like – everybody likes Joe Burrow's swag, though, a little bit, right? Mm. Like, there's no there's no guys like, man, that guy's – it seems gen, genuinely like guys like him and even on other teams like the way he carries himself.
3: Yeah, yeah. He You can tell he's just a, a genuinely cool dude just the way he carries himself, his – uh, everything about him, so you know he, he seemed very cool.
0: Jerry Judy joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, um, uh, the Super Bowl, and it being something that the Broncos have experienced a ton of. Uh, we started by talking about how close this team how close this team is mm-hmm. for somebody who's come from a place where all you did is win mm-hmm. before you got to football. Yeah, how do you handle? not winning how is that how has that affected you kind of emotionally and going to work
3: i mean emotionally it do affect you a little it come, come from winning to um not winning as much so it kind of do affect you by the end of the day you know you got to just do what you need to do is to be the the best player on the field to help your team win so uh you know i just keep keep my head up and keep driving and just keep doing what i do to get better than be the best player i could be
0: um if aaron Rodgers were to come is he allowed to wear that suit he wore last night into the locker room.
3: Hey, he he go whatever he want. He's Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> uh, does it? Does it? I mean, has have, has? It, is there a text chain going out where like, hey, who's gonna recruit him today? Who's gonna get on? Are you? Are you guys? Is that an active thing that where you guys can try and figure out a way to get Aaron Rodgers?
3: Uh, nah, we we don't. Uh, I don't think. Well, at least not me. I don't. I ain't do no texting or uh, anything. Uh, so nah, not really. S- snap him or whatever so that way it disappears there's no there's no tampering.
0: <laughs> jerry it's great to catch up with you by the way the uh uh the, the kicks are are nice for people who don't know that he's wearing some air dunks yeah that's that sure. uh are those are those uh travis scotts or those
3: ra- air dunks? Uh, actually they, these regular dunks um nike sent it through, to me uh, so shout out nike for it kind of christmas colors oh yeah it get it, it, it a little nike. christmas vibe to it you know you know Yeah. This is football Christmas. Appreciate you
0: catching up with us. No, thank you.